In this episode of the Courage Inspire Podcast, I'm joined by DJ, radio host, and entrepreneur, Miss Eclectic. This was a great episode, man, because Eclectic and I got connected through our colleague, um, CC from Where It Begins Magazine, and what I love about Eclectic is she's a church girl. You know, I'm not going to church much these days, but she's a church girl. She's from a small. She's from San Antonio, Texas, and you know, we. She talked about you know just her growing up on a wide range of music from gospel to R and B, and as well as her story as a, out as a lyricist at age ten winning talent shows. And then um, she got her start on a national music industry when she attended Prairie View uh, University, where she met her partner, um, Yvette Harden, through a, a music fraternity called Sigma Alpha Iota, I believe is what, how, you, how you say it, where they formed a urban gospel group called Free, which stands for Forever Radical Edifying and Exalting, and they released and they released a couple of singles and an EP. And she talks about her on to expand to a DJ where she shared stages. And really, in her, before that, she really started DJing as a side hustle to make extra money, but ultimately turned into her sharing stages with uh, artists like Erica Campbell, Kira Sheard, Tamar Braxton, uh, and, and, and people like that, great talented artists. Um, she then also has expanded to the media space where she is um, the music director and on-air personality for New Praise Radio um, and that she really enjoys doing that and she's also expanded into her being an entrepreneur where she has a company called Eclectic Music Enterprises where she provides DJ services as well as now studio podcasts and DJ setups. Uh, we, you know, we end the episode talking about her affiliation with several internet FM radio stations as she's made several appearances on Radio 1 with the Praise Radio 104.1 as well as that she has a passion for young music and the rise of young women in the entertainment music industry and just showing them that they can be themselves without having to perform to the industry. Hope you guys enjoyed Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Encourage and Inspire podcast. This is episode number 48, and I got a very special guest today with me today, uh, DJ Miss Eclectic. How you doing today? Woo woo, I am well. How are you? Doing well, doing well. This is actually, you know, we were supposed to do this a while ago, but due to some technical no. difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> We had to make some devil didn't want us to do it. That's what it was. <laughs> right, right, right. But it's all good. It's all good. And I'm so glad to that we we were able to get this rescheduled and and going. So absolutely. Yeah, you know, shout out to to CC. Yes, my girl. Maggie, she's the one that set this up. So connected Very us, cool. I should say. Yeah, she's amazing. And, and she's amazing. Like I said, I've been fortunate enough to be a part of her publication and be a guest on her on her on her podcast, you know. And she just said, "I got a few people I want you to connect you to for you." I said, "Okay." 
I said, send them my way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you. I yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's all good. So, um, so yeah, so so you're originally from what, San Antonio, right? Yep, San Antonio is just like Compton. Just <laughs> 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 <Just> like <laughs> I hear you. Cool. Yeah, you know, I've never been there. You know, I've been to I've been to Houston, I've been to Austin. Uh never San Antonio though. I haven't been there. You're not really missing a lot. You got the Riverwalk, SeaWorld, Fiesta, Texas. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. But you're a Texas girl. <laughs> All day, every day. Yes, I am. I love me some Texas. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah. You know, I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. People hear my voice, but I don't even know yeah. New York. I don't even know New York like that. I grew up. I grew up in Orlando, which I'm still here now, Orlando, Florida. Really? Yeah, been here. This would be 29 years in August. You know, uh, my parents are originally from Jamaica, but obviously my mom she grew up in New York. You know, and my my dad pretty much is. Born and raised in Jamaica, but then I obviously moved to New York and met my mom, all that type of deal. And then, you know, my sister and my twin sister and I, we grew up here in Orlando, but she actually says moved back to New York. So, yeah. You went back to the cold. Like, went she back. went from yeah, summertime yeah. to... Well, you know, she was in the... You know, she she was also in the entertainment business. And, oh, that's what's up. But she's only... Was, at the time, she was on the, like, live performance theater musicals that type okay, of de- yeah, that type of deal. Absolutely. So in Orlando, like they had like community theater and stuff like that, and she didn't really want to go do the whole Disney type of thing. So she's like, she kind of went the whole New York route and stuff like that. But she's actually lately been getting into uh, stand up comedy. She's a stand up comic, awesome. so she's okay doing that. And stand up comedy is hard. Man. Comedy is not easy. That is, you're either funny or you're not. <laughs> And if them jokes don't land the right way. I'm saying it's all about timing. And if yeah, you mess yeah, up the yeah. timing, they're just gonna look at you. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, she's been she's been doing that, but then she also does some voiceover work because she's a voiceover actress. So That's so she's awesome. you know finding her way in the you know in the industry, you know, doing her thing. So um, but yeah, so she's she's been back, she's been in New York now for the last 10 years or so. Uh Girl, but you won't catch awesome. me living there. It's too cold. Said, no, it's too cold. <laughs> <laughs> My best friend lives there. She lives in Brooklyn, actually, but she's yeah, opera, right. theater, all. So it's perfect for her. But I say I go visit all day, every day. But to live there, no, it's a little bit yeah, too cold. And, I was and born too in Brooklyn. People. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, I always like to ask, you know, what's some of your earliest memories of music, you know, uh, 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 of being introduced to music i like always love to ask that question to my Ooh. my musical my, my guests surrounded around music i like to ask that question oh wow introduction to music so i'm a church kid so probably yeah. my introduction to music was and i'm a baptist old school baptist oh baptist uh, you know, don't, don't get have... me started on baptist now <laughs> you know they don't, don't get me started on baptist now i'm just saying you know i'm old school you know? <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah. Um, yeah, I'm you know, that's when we had devotion. That was before y'all had praise teams. We had devotion. Oh, God, God be all that great Jehovah. That was <laughs> leave me till I want. Ah, 
<laughs> that's me. Me okay. over. That's so. That's my introduction <laughs> right <That's> there. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that still takes me. But my mom was a minister of music always in my home church. So, yeah. um, but she, I grew up listening to all kind of music. Anita Baker, Luther Vandross, like right. uh, Stephanie Mills. That's who I grew up on, like cleaning up on Saturday mornings. That's who we grew right. up to. So I just love good music in general. Right. Like I am a music lover. As, as, as we all are. I tell people all the time, you cannot live life without music. You know, it's Absolutely impossible. not. It's impossible. You know, it's no. impossible to live life and go through life without the love of music. It's, it, it's impossible. Yep. You cannot tell me that people people can do it. To this. I, have never I can't that. do it. Yeah. I can live without TV, but I cannot yeah. live without and music. It's funny. I, I remember can't. one time I was I was riding a cab and a cab driver was taking me. This was a couple of years ago. He was saying, oh, you know what? Oh, you can live without air conditioning. Oh, you can live. Oh, people can't live without. Oh, you know, people can live without AC. They do it all the time. People mm-hmm. can live. But people, people. They sure people, do. But but music is life or death for a lot of people, you know. It is absolutely you're right. It really can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people have gone without living in living without uh, central AC or things like that. People people do that all the time, even now. Absolutely. When it comes to music, it just it's just something about it. It just puts us in a different place, you know. Absolutely. Especially different experiences and and kind of pinpoints different things that we've gone through in life and we can remember certain songs that yeah that's so true especially you know in these days music these days especially you know uh some of this hip-hop and stuff that's going on now which i do respect i do respect a lot because i want one of those people to know back in my day music sounded like this it's <laughs> <laughs> what i tell people is it's it's, it's the generation because you, you have people right now when hip-hop first came out they thought well it's hippity hop. Yeah, what know, is this, right? You know, hip hop is, you know, hip hop was going to be the number. Ended up is now the number one genre in the world. Yeah, nobody who thought, right? nobody saw that coming. You know, exactly. Put on exactly. a Luther. Put on a Teddy. Put on Teddy P. You yep. know, <laughs> put on the shy lights. <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> you know, the shy lights. Yes. NWA. What is this? You know, like what is this <laughs> monstrosity here? Yes. Right. So you know, I think it's all about generation, man. Because there's a there's going to be a, a generation of of kids and that that think that Drake is the best rapper of all time. This is what they know. It is. You're right. It's what they, they know. Be, but that's just what they their era is. What it is. It ain't what my era is, but their era is going to be, oh, number one rapper, oh, that's straight, hands down, yep. you know? You're right. You're and they're right they, they going to be well within their right to think that, because that's where they was. It's just like sports. Like, it's a generation now where they weren't old enough to see Michael Jordan play. That's true. So for them, it's going to be LeBron. Right. LeBron is their goal, because they, you know, these kids now. So it's just, everything is in perspective about the generation and what you were born in and what you grew up in is going to shape that answer to a lot of people. In my opinion, you know, I agree. You could debate all day, but that's facts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so obviously, like you mentioned, you grew up listening to obviously your church girl, but gospel, but uh, hip hop, R&B, jazz, alternative music. And then you kind of began as a lyricist at the age of 10. Yes. Right. And then you started performing the talent shows. You know, and I would say like, you know, of course, today, 
You don't kind of see the traditional talent show anymore. You sure don't. No. You sure don't. You have Instagram, man. So people kind of, we see virtual talent shows. Yeah, there you go. There you go. On like IG, like people going to, you know, but we don't see the traditional talent show from back in the day. No, you don't. Not anymore. You sure don't. So, Not the so old school talent about, shows. So tell me about those talent shows. Ooh, uh, man, I was in a couple. Um, so I used to rap, I used to rap with my cousin. We were like, okay. we got the two MCs. We was like, oh, so old school. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> my cousin used to write our rap back in the day. Okay. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, we used to do like community talent shows. And then we got um, older, like in high school, she would do her talent shows at her school and I would do mine. So I won like the high school talent show. It was uh, crazy. Um, it was fun though. Like back in those days, it was super fun. Like I'm a super competitive person. So I love like, yeah, put me in the talent show, put me in. Right. Put me in, coach. Oh, right. it was cool. You know, they just thought it was cool. It was a girl rapping. I thought I was cool. I they probably had on some, I don't know what I had on. What's back in the day? Like the lugs used to be cool back in the day. Mm-hmm. Lord, I look at these dress codes, but like, Lord, girl, what did you have? Oh, my right. God. Like, but, uh, <laughs> that was the hot stuff back then. That was the hot think. stuff, right? So I used to look up to like, yeah, that was what's hot. Yes, that, that was, was what was hot. So I used to look up to like MC Light, Queen Latifah, right. Missy yeah. Elliott, like a whole bunch. So, you know, I just put this all together, but I mean, um, the song I won the talent show, I think it was, uh, I can't say the words, but you remember, it was like when No Limit and Snoop Dogg. Oh, like, you can say the words. It, it was, but you know, it was Woof, MF and Woof, MF, you know, Bow Wow, whatever that song was. So I changed it to my, <laughs> to my mascot. It was Woof, Justin Rockets, Woof, Justin Rockets. And they just started. Oh, you mean you couldn't say the words of the talent show? I got Oh, you. yeah, the talent show. Yeah, yeah. So it was, so, it was you crazy. can say the words now. <laughs> you know, I don't want the Christians coming after me, so I ain't going to. Hey, that's a whole other rabbit hole. We won't nah, go down. I already, I already know. We won't get, go down. Get, be the ones <laughs> just cursing everybody out in private. No, I'm just I'm joking. <laughs> I don't want nobody coming for me. I want nobody coming for me. Yeah, they ain't coming. Let me do okay. that. <laughs> I'm on this podcast. He's not on here, not today. I on this podcast. I let people be who they are. You know, what I mean? love it. I love it. But yeah, <laughs> that brings back memories. I have, I have fun with talent shows, but you're right. They don't really do talent shows anymore. No, so every, the, you just get on Instagram is- or YouTube. Yeah, there really is no need because again, you didn't have the again like with anything, technology affords for opportunity. No. So you didn't have a uh Instagram to go and just turn on your camera and just do so you had to actually like set up the t- in the auditorium or whatever it is. Yeah, that's where it was, auditorium. And I think to, I like, have, it. have auditions for the talent show. And then yes. we had, you know, I mean it was just it was just a different was, time, you know, it was a different, different time times, with talent man. shows and that's a time where people would actually go and want to see talent. Like, hey, if you want to go to potentially get somebody from the music industry to check you out, or, or man, Absolutely. they're going to be at this talent show on this day. That's what Let's you come, did. Come through and check it out. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. That's exactly <laughs> so just, what you did. It was a different time. <laughs> you know, it was a different time where you had people that would actually, you know, A&Rs and, and people would come mm-hmm. and actually see you, you know. And I always say now, the term A&R is different in 2022. It really is. You know, so, yeah. So, you don't really... Uh, A&R is really much more what we call a data and research position now. That's what it's it really no is. Long, yeah, it's no longer a position of, like... Because A&R used to be the ones that would cultivate an artist's career. They would cultivate the sound. Yeah. They would help curate the sound. They would find the producers, find the songwriters. Absolutely. You know, and, and help craft the sound. 
And Not anymore. That doesn't really exist anymore, you know, in today's world, you know, in today's industry. But, Not at all. Yeah, but this, it, you know, it's just it's just part of it is what it is. You know, the, the music industry has evolved to what it is. It's, it's, it, it's still, see, music is being consumed now more than ever. You know, so it's not like we're not still living, but it's just the way we consume it and yep. the way the industry has transformed and, and, and reshaped itself. It, call, it, just, it, it, uh, it forces you to have a different approach. Absolutely. So the Absolutely. goal now is it, I'm going to go get signed to a record label. That's, that's not the goal. At least that shouldn't be the goal starting out. Not anymore. Independent is like the new major. So you kind of have to be. Like, you kind of have to get yourself. You're going to have to get yourself from, from zero to 60. Nobody else, there's nobody coming to save you to take you from zero to So five. true. So you so got to get much, yourself from zero to 60. It's just, much different generation. Right. Super different. So, so it's okay. Like, it's okay to, like, before, but I had to have a job and do music like this. You need to. Nowadays, you, like, you might have to have the, the, the nine to five, but there's nothing wrong with having You sure do. <laughs> you you got to support your music, yeah. Right, because it's expensive. So, you know, I tell nothing all Nothing wrong time, with that like, at all. Yeah, it's okay because there's no label going to come give you an artist development deal for three or $500,000 where you can go and pay your bills up for a year and a half and just focus on music. Unless you come from a lot, unless you come from a lot of money. You know? That's it. That's so, it. you kind of have to do what you have to do. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> That is the do truth. what you have to do. <laughs> um, yeah. So then, you know, you got your like you said, your national start in the music industry. You went to HBCU, Prairie View, A and M. Yes. Right. <laughs> well, they and, produce productive people. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Ah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and you met a vocalist, Yvette. Yvette Harden. Yeah. Yep. Or vet. Yeah. And then, and then you guys do a sorority, right? Sigma Alpha Loda, Iota? Oh, it's, it's musical, so Sigma Alpha Iota. Iota? Okay, I said it wrong. My bad. Yeah, that's cool. It's cool. Any other way it would be Iota, but because it's musical, it's Iota. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got you. Okay. And then y'all formed a group called Free. Yes, yes. So, and it's acronym. So, what does the Free stand for? Forever radical, oh. edifying, and exalting. Okay. Yeah, you couldn't tell us nothing, boy. No, I'm just <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, those were the days. Like, um, I rapped and she sang, so it was okay. really cool. It was, I think we were like the only, that only type of, I guess, duo at that time in the gospel industry. So, so take I mean, we had a, what, what, what's the year? What, what's the time frame? You know, I, this I is like, no, nah, this is not that long ago. This is like, well, you know, we are in 2022 now. This was like 2014 ish. That ain't that long ago. As I said, it wasn't that long ago. No, this wasn't that long ago. So um, this is when I still lived in Texas. So okay. I moved from Texas in 2017. So this was probably like about 2011 or 2014 in that area, about in that time, time okay. frame. Okay, so but, that's um, not too long ago. That's yeah, so it wasn't too long ago. And I might be skipping some years. I'm real bad with years. So it might be like <laughs> 2008 to 2014. It's somewhere in that somewhere area. In there. It's, it's somewhere in, in that there. area. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, we had some excellent. We came out with an EP called Free. It was a self-titled EP. We had a couple okay. of singles, self-titled single EP. Okay. I mean, self-titled single called Free. And then we had God Did It. Um. I absolutely we did we did stellar award events, uh TV, nice. Bobby Jones presents, like we had South by Southwest, which just passed um in Texas. Yeah, yeah. My artist was yeah, out was, there. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, I love South by Southwest. I hate I missed it this year, but um, I was on vacation. But it was um, yeah, we had some excellent opportunities to open a lot of doors. Um, great. Um, we still we're still sisters to this day. So we kind of ventured out to different parts of music. She's a phenomenal songwriter mm-hmm. and um, pretty much a producer. And then I've gone to like you know DJing and radio, but um, we still yeah. both are in the music industry. But free and was ha- amazing, and it happens like that, you know. Sometimes yeah, absolutely. You, you have a journey, and then you know you all might have different passions, and you kind of want to veer you in different directions. It happens mm-hmm. all the time. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And one thing where we're from San Antonio, there's not a true music culture in San Antonio. Yeah. So our pro- our music culture comes from Mary, where we have like a lot of New Orleans bounce. So we'll yeah. even take some Florida music or a lot of Atlanta music. We'll take that too, like some down South music. Houston, of course, yeah. has a great music culture because you got yeah. rap a lot records there. Right. But San Antonio, unless you are of the Hispanic culture, you Tejano, we could Tejano all day. Don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah, 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 I will. Yeah. I will suave mente. Um, but <laughs> right. Right. Salsa all day, right. <laughs> but, but as if R and B, gospel, all yeah, that, yeah. It, it we did never it really, just, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it just wasn't that. So, um, yeah, but uh, those are great, definitely, definitely great memories of free, and I'm absolutely, I'm, I'm uh, humbled and honored for all the opportunities we got to free. It pretty much opens the doors for where we are now. So, hey, exactly. I love me some free. And, and yeah. speaking of that, like you just mentioned about. You know, you tried to go on a different route and just really start coming to DJ. So what was it that, what what made you decide to expand and say, okay, I want to DJ? Were you always DJing before or how was that going? Uh, I DJ while we were free. I definitely was a DJ then. But really, I didn't start DJing until after college. So in college, I would make mixtapes, but I didn't realize they were mixtapes at the time. So um, it'll be like, you know, Jay-Z. It'll be, I'm from Texas. It'll be some UGK. Yeah. But at the end, it'll be like Karen Clark Shears. So I had to make sure. Oh, you, 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 you put a little gospel in it. <laughs> had to make sure, like people to this day, they be like, girl, I got your mixtape. They be like, what were you thinking? I was like, I wanted to make sure you got Jesus at the end. That's all I'm saying. But uh, hey. so it, it was, so I didn't even realize I was making mixtapes. And then um, after college, I had a sorority. So she was like, can you, aren't you a DJ? People always thought, because I rapped a long time. Of course, uh-huh. I was 10. Uh-huh. I don't know how you assume that as DJ, but people always thought I was a DJ. I was like, I'm not a DJ. And I was like, how much you paying? I'm a DJ. So, right. uh, right. so but then you, I so really- you, you uh, yeah, but self-taught. But then I had a lot of uh, because I'm a member of Sigma Alpha Yoda, our brothers are Five Mu Alpha, which is a music fraternity. So yeah. I had a lot of brothers who were DJs. So then I got to learn the fundamentals and all that of DJing. Right. So that's really, really when I became like an actual DJ. And um, as it got older, you know, you start respecting it more. Like, OK, this is what I need to do. Yeah. Um it's a craft. No, I've always I've always known music, but it's always been a craft. So that's really, yeah. really how I got into DJing. I was like, really, I need a side gig because after college, um, this real this that little first after college job ain't doing it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it usually, it usually I need like a side that. hustle. It's usually like that. You know? I need a side hustle. <laughs> and so that's really how it started. And then I kind of dwarfed to being like, you know, an artist DJ. I didn't even I didn't even really foresee it being there honestly i just was having a good time playing music you know it's just cool to to find something that like ends up that you didn't think was going to be a passion absolutely and it turned into one so that's cool so you 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 work with artists like erica campbell kira sheer tamar braxton um 
yeah, like you said, you've done Stellar Award Weekend, so you've done a lot of things. Yeah, you I've know. been blessed to open up and share a lot of stages. Right. And you would see here, I think you would you were nominated for Female DJ of the Year. Yeah, that's actually this year. So hey, that's, if that's, you're that's this year, twenty twenty two. Yeah. So if you if you listen and go vote, uh gospel hip hop. I think it's gospelhiphopawards.com, but that's okay. I, I will I'll go. I'll make sure I put in the vote for you. I appreciate you. That's in Atlanta in May. So y'all go vote. Okay, hey, hey, okay. Hey. Nice. Yeah, I will definitely vote. I don't live in Atlanta, <laughs> but I will vote for you. I appreciate you. I appreciate <laughs> you. I'll sh- I'm gonna text you the link to make sure you got it now. Yeah, yeah, definitely do. Definitely <laughs> do. <laughs> and then you also expanded again, and now you're spending time in the media space as on-air radio personality and musical director of New uh, so director of New Prage Radio. So that's predominantly yes. gospel? Yes, or it's predominantly it? gospel, yes. Okay, okay. Yes, yeah, so... Um, is, we play, is that we play like on Sirius XM? Is that digital radio? So it's, it's digital radio. It's internet radio, but it's BDS. So it's BDS okay, monitor. Okay, monitor. Cool. Yep, so cool, cool, yeah, cool. so uh, we play good We play good gospel music. Uh, absolutely, I love music, as I always said. But um, yeah, I have a show called... Um, the mixtape with DJ Miss Eclectic that comes on Tuesday through Thursday, I mean, excuse me, Monday through Thursday, but I'm also the music director, just became the program director. I was like, okay, hold on now, y'all. But, um, so, <laughs> uh, no, this is joking. Shout out to New Praise Radio. Shout out to Jerry Silvers. But, yeah. um, yeah, absolutely love it. Um, music director, to me, goes with being a DJ, because as a DJ, you have to know music. To me, that's number one. And so, pretty much, it's just knowing the music, knowing what your viewers want to listen to, and um, or your listeners want to listen to, knowing what kind of flow with the station, knowing who your target audience is. So pretty much all that follows under a music director, but I absolutely enjoy it. Hey man, radio, you know, it, it's cool. Even me doing this podcast in the media space, you know, my podcast is still relatively new. Not relatively, it is still new. You know, we're, we're about, at the time of this recording, we're about 43 episodes out. You know, so, cool. you know, yeah. but what I, what I love about you know, being in the space is give chance to interview people. Absolutely. Uh, extend my brand and have it just have great conversations and, and and get to know people. And hopefully you also try to teach about the music business and mm-hmm. and teach independent artists. You know, because I started this podcast wanting to cover like three different silos. So you might hear me talk about disability awareness. Like I just interviewed my buddy Leroy Moore out of, uh, he's born in Brooklyn, but he lives out there in the Bay Area. But this man okay. started a crip, a crip hop. So he's got cerebral palsy like myself. But this man has done so many amazing things as an activist, as a creative, you know, so many yeah. things. I have, so I have in cerebral palsy and doing what he's doing. It's like, man, it's like, wow, so many great things he's done. It's award winning, you know, uh, award winning artist, you know, and so. It's just cool to, and we guys get to talk about what it means to have this, have uh, you know, DI, this, um diversity, inclusion, and, and, and uh, equality when it comes to people with special needs in the entertainment business because you don't really yeah. see it. You don't see it too much. You don't see that's true people when in our space doing what we're doing. So I always like to talk about that. And then you might hear me talk about these business topics, things like that. And then I'll interview people that stories that encourage and inspire me. So I, I really love, and lately it's really been a lot of independent artists and new people that have just wanted to hear their stories. So it's been really cool to just 
have great conversations. That's why I like the podcast world uh, and being able to, to, to do that. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. I love podcasts, radio. Um, I like that we're going, I see a lot of people either going from radio because, you know, during the pandemic, a lot of people lost their job in radio. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people transition to podcasts, but I love it because you're pretty much your own author. You're your own producer. Right. And I mean, you can put out whatever content you want to put out and you have right. to become transparent with people. So yeah, I definitely love the podcast yeah, space. Yeah, I really do. Be, you know, a lot of times, <laughs> Yeah, I know you don't curse, but a lot of times when it comes to the podcast world, you're not held to the same FCC uh, standards. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Say what you want to say, how you want to say tr- it. That you is know, true. Absolutely. You know, people like that word because you get to be free. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to. If you're on radio, if you're on FM radio, you know, or see on on, on like on, on satellite radio, you can be a little bit more free freedom on satellite. Yeah, that's true. Radio. You can be yep. You but absolutely if you can. FM be. radio, FM AM radio, you don't have the the, the same freedoms. No, you're a little censored. Right. So, you can, <laughs> so in the podcast world, you can you don't have to be as depending on your brand. Obviously, if your brand is a certain thing, then you know, then of course, you know, you're not gonna deviate from that brand. But you know, but you get a chance to just be a little bit more open. The dialogue. We'll say it like that. That's very true. That is super true. <laughs> you know, so that that's you know, that's what's amazing. That's what's amazing. And so um then you got then you kind of started your own like your own entertainment company, uh Eclectic Music Enterprise. So now you're kind of delving into like the executive stuff. So tell me about what would you call it a record label? Like what would you call it? What would you call your company? What would you like? Um, it's eclectic music. I'm just joking. Um, no, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> really, I just encourage people. Really, I started because I was DJing and I was like, okay, I need to become an LLC because I need to start claiming these on my taxes. I need to become a legit. You know, (laughs) but no, really, um, I started as a DJ entertainment company. Then I also partner with radio promotion. So I do that as well. I do like a plethora of stuff. And then we've just ventured out to doing like studio setup. So with the pandemic, I said podcast has become a broad range. Mm -hmm. So now we do like podcast setups, DJ setups, home studio setups. We've actually ventured out to that and not just DJ and radio services. So I do quite a bit. I definitely do quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely. I said, but the pandemic, you got to switch it up because the pandemic, I mean, you were DJing from home, but you weren't going anywhere. Uh, Most major uh, gigs were canceled. So it kind of had to transition a little bit. But that's, um, yeah, I haven't had my business for a long time. It's been about two years, but God is good. He is holding steady. Um, Actually, I uh, quick story. I actually quit my corporate job and moved to Atlanta. So that's my story. God was like, moved to Atlanta. I was like, Lord, I'm not leaving this comfortable corporate job <laughs> uh, to move to Atlanta. He was like, but you you complain every day. I was like, true, but I'm not moving to Atlanta. I'm like, I'm not doing it. First of all, I'm not married. I'm not moving to Atlanta. So. <laughs> 
let's just be real. I mean, I mean, we had a struggle, but um, but I <laughs> exactly. Needless to say, I moved to Atlanta, and um, he has definitely been providing. Of course, you know, like you said, you got to work sometimes. I had to get a part time job, and sometimes you got to work. Uh, but that's okay. But um, uh, but the business of God is good has been thriving. You know, even like I said, even though we had to kind of switch dimensions during the uh, um pandemic, God is still providing. He's really good, so I cannot complain. So I'm always tell people, you know, if the desires of your heart are lined up with God's will, go for it. He's definitely going to provide. Absolutely. You got to step out on faith. You got to, man. It's not supposed to have to. Absolutely. If it was easy, then you wouldn't value it. You know, you wouldn't. Absolutely. So you have to, you have to step out on faith sometimes to chase your dreams. The cool thing about, I always say, I went to a school called Full Sail University. Okay, I know about Full Sail, yes. Yeah, yes. so I'm a Full Sail University grad. And what I love about Full Sail is because this, that school is designed where they, entertainment, entertainment, media, arts, and technology. That's the four areas that we that the school is focused on as far as degree programs. And most of the students that go to, and I'm, I'm, I'll say this too, I'm not a proponent of everybody needs to go to school to be successful. I don't believe Absolutely. that. Absolutely, right, right, right. Okay, because I, I'm a firm believer, especially moving forward now, people of color have to rethink think school. We're just going to have to. It's, gonna, it's changing. It's becoming too expensive. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I got okay, you. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I get you. a lot of freaking messages, like pop-ups on my screen on my side <laughs> so you can still hear me. Um, be so popular. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, we, I, we try to bring that up is because, you know, we have to rethink school. We have to rethink college, especially because it's becoming too expensive to just go to school to go to school, right? But the reason why I bring up yeah, school, say, you got to yeah, plan. It is, it's becoming too expensive. We, you know, we got to be real. Like, okay, what are you going to school for? What is the realistic plan? You cannot just go to school to go to school. It just doesn't make sense. We have to, we have to rethink this. You know, like, you cannot just, you know, you can't incur debt just because you want to get a nice piece of paper. Of it. Yeah, it just I'm telling you, like you have to rethink it. Just it doesn't make sense. Like, like women who want to be housewives, why are you going to school? Your goals to <laughs> they be- going to meet their husband. Are we messing up their <laughs> messing up their plans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of them do, but some of them, you know, but you know, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, the reason I bring it all up is because with Full Sail, everybody goes to Full Sail. We go there because we all love the entertainment industry. We're all there because people wanted to chase a dream. Somebody could, you know, thinking that you can go and make video games for a living, and nobody would think, oh, you can go do play video games and make money playing video games for a living Absolutely. and making video games sure for, you know, and I understand the, the gaming industry is a, is a, billion dollar industry and so most people who don't understand the creative mind will say oh no go do something corporate because you you know it's it's not practical to make a career in video games it's not practical to do that but we think about school like full sales that we believe in in the creative mind and creative dream of doing something you love to do right so so a lot of times people it. come to full sale on faith because it's like they want to actually chase their dreams. 
because yeah. it's funny how when you're young and you're ch- and you're a kid in elementary school and they have career day, they say, "Well, I want to be such and such, and you know, I want to be an astronaut. I want to be, you know, and you know, you see it all, right?" And then as you get older, you realize, oh, "Man, can I really be anything I want to be?" And so many times, right? You're right. Their right. dreams because real life happens, or you know, and the, and and what I love about a school like that is that people go there. The saying that full sale is is. We, we take your dream seriously if you do. You know I what like I mean? I like that. I like so, that. So, you know, and that's what I love about people who want to be in a creative space because it's a tough business. And it's it's Absolutely. tough to make money in this business. It's tough to have consistent dollars coming in on you. Like me mm-hmm. personally, as a, as, a, as a consultant and a coach, working with artists and on the business side and teaching themselves, like it's not easy trying to get them to pay you a rate that you know you you're worth and more because they broke <laughs> <laughs> you already know and then artists have to realize you definitely have to invest but, yeah you know, that's a whole so, other topic <laughs> no, but I, I, but right but i've always just made it my point to say you know what this is passion work this is i do this because i love it i do this because i'm making a difference and that's there what keeps go. me going, even the days where I don't want to go. And I want to, because I tell people all the time, look, if, if you're just about making money, there's way easier things to do in life to make money. Ooh, we said that one more time. Than to be in the entertainment business. It's way easier. Things. Way easier. Way easier. Way easier things to do. If you, if all you want to do is make money, then that's your goal. There's way easier things to do. So you don't come into this business to get rich. No. You don't come into the entertainment business to get, to get rich. <laughs> You know, so I'm glad that you chased your dream and you came here and you came to Atlanta. And you know, absolutely, now I hope to become rich one day. I didn't claim it, but you don't uh, get in it to become. <laughs> right, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But I'm I'm so glad you did that because it, it, it says a lot about who you are. It's like you know, like hey, you could have stayed and stayed in the corporate job, but again, mm-hmm. if it wasn't bringing you happiness, not at all. I'd be walking that. down them halls just mad. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I hear you. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, my mom was like, yeah, you you really didn't belong in corporate America. Did I said, I love now. I've learned a lot. I don't I don't regret being in corporate America, especially starting a business because you still have that corporate aspect and you learn all right. the business aspect. There's things you can take from different companies. And I will say my company right. supported my music career. I will say that. God bless no, you. No, no, no. That, <laughs> right on. They support you. Do what you got to do. You definitely and I do appreciated what- that. So, you Right. You definitely do what you got to do. You know what I mean? So, so that's, that's what it is. So, um, so you're affiliated with, with, even before that, you know, obviously, you know, what would you say some of the the obstacles have been for you as, you know, running, running your company as as a female entrepreneur, you know, and, and, and all that, like, what are some of the, the issues and things, obstacles that you've had to overcome? Um, one thing is consistency, like you said. You have to realize in the entertainment business, and you see people. I will say you, like you'll watch entertainers on TV, and they be like, "What do you do when the phone doesn't ring?" Like yeah. that's one thing. You be like, "Well, what do you do when the phone doesn't ring?" But that's part what kind of faith kicks in. But that's definitely one of those, uh, one of those obstacles that you have to overcome, especially during the pandemic. Especially things are starting to, you know, 
that's starting to pick up again. But it was a time we were like, well, what do I do, Lord? I've literally moved, quit my job, and this is not this is not what I thought it was gonna be. Like this is not <laughs> like I didn't came to a like Lord, I was supposed to go up the mountain. I didn't hit a plane. I'm just like flat. And I'm like, no, nah, this is this ain't. I remember I remember uh Brian Michael Cox, you know, world renowned media producer, you know, and yeah, he said dope. something that you know, B. Cox said he said this. He said, Look, he said, be careful how you treat people in this business when you're mm-hmm. hot. Because they're gonna remember that when you're not hot. How you treat people on the way up. Is how they gonna treat you? Because guess what? Everybody goes to a cold street. Everybody does. You know, everybody goes to a time where the phone ain't ringing all the time. You know what I mean? Opportunities ain't flooding down your 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 timeline with with stuff. And you yeah. know, and if you was an asshole, <laughs> you know, well, along the way, well. They're gonna they're gonna remember that man. They're gonna you know remember what? that. Exactly. Yeah, this, this, this I was an asshole, man. I'm not oh, dealing with yep, that. And then, so you gotta that. so you gotta be careful about how you again, like I said, we're in a relationship business. Yep. Exactly. Relationship you are absolutely and, right. And yeah. You gotta remember that. Like because you cannot open up every door by yourself. I don't care how good Can't. you are or something. Yes, you cannot open up every door by yourself. Pretty you much know? impossible to do that. <laughs> yeah, so you have to treat people. It's like life. You know, I, 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 we need people in life. You need people yes. in your circle. You can't, you, can't, you can't do everything just based off your own merit. Sometimes you, I call it serendipity. You got to get a little bit lucky. See, there's yeah. luck involved in success. People don't want to admit it, but there's luck involved in success. And I say that because not because I mean, that doesn't mean you don't need to work hard, but there's certain things you just can't plan for. And you got to be, as they say, uh, luck is when preparation and opportunity meet. So right, that when right, the opportunity right. does come, you can actually walk through that door, say yes, and take advantage of the opportunity. And that's what I mean when I say luck. There's a little bit of luck involved in success. You know, See, I call it uh, I call it blessings. I say faith without works is not it's dead. So right? You can't just you got you got to prep it. Like you still same you know concept. You got to prep that thing. Uh, exactly. all that, but if you don't prep it, then like they say, like what did somebody say? Like once you have arrived, that's not the time to prepare. Right. <laughs> like before that's when right. they call you, you should have already been prepared. Because yeah, sometimes <laughs> in our industry, you won't have to make it. You don't have to decide. Hey, I got I got I got this opportunity. And you may need to make a decision quick. You may you, you, you may a need lot to, of times. You can't wait five days to figure it out. Nope. Sometimes it's a, I hours. need a call back in 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. And you got to decide, you know, and that's the nature of our industry. Like, you know, it moves quick sometimes. The people give you an opportunity. You can't wait forever in a day because that's true. They may not come around again. That's so <laughs> you know? true. You know that's what I mean? True. So, so yeah, I always like to, you know, she's definitely. And definitely something that I think all of us have to have to overcome, you know, of uh, being consistent because it, it, yeah. you do have tough days. Absolutely, you do have tough, tough days in this space, and understand and, and, and days of like, damn, do I really want to keep doing this? Is it really worth mm. it? You know, trust me, I've been there, you've been there, we've all been there. Absolutely, I know. You I know, know. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, definitely. Um, 
Yeah, so you're affiliated with, I know you said before you were doing radio promotions, but you're affiliated with numerous internet stations, you know, also DJ, you know, DJ Parents' Radio One. So Radio One is, is the one who houses, they house your, your, your station. No, I wish they did. No, um, we're gonna claim that because you just said that. On <laughs> uh, but no, I, <laughs> I do a, I do events with Radio One sometimes. Okay. Like I have it actually. I've uh, DJ for them in the past. Um, okay. Praise One Hundred Four in DC, and I actually have an event coming up next week called She Is, which is an Urban One affiliated. It's gonna be back with Praise One Hundred Four, so I got to fly to DC next week. So yeah, so I just I do a lot of events with them. So awesome. we're gonna we're gonna claim we're gonna claim that housing Urban exactly. One Radio One. Yeah, let's go ahead and claim it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I love that though. And I love that you're making moves. I love that you're doing absolutely that you're doing some amazing amazing things. You know, and so like I said, you've been on several shows and stages. You said, um, what are some of the shows that you've been on on Radio One shows? Uh, Radio One is basically like really the Praise 104 when I lived in D.C. Like I, okay. I did, um, they had like a mix and I would do like the, the DJ did okay. mix. Okay. And then cool. this coming up, she is, it's uh, like all female, like empowerment. So okay. I'm going to go down there or up there, I should say, and do a mix up there. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, nice. Definitely looking, definitely, that is definitely awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, and then, like I said, you have a very philanthropic side as well and a passion and difference to make a difference in the lives of young women, you know, especially in this business, you know, in this business. Absolutely. <laughs> it can get a little it's bit uh, crazy to say the least. Yes. Yes. In this business, my God, yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, look, this is a look, this is a cutthroat, this is a cutthroat industry, man. And there's some women who want to do something and some women ain't just willing to do. That's true. And some women will do it and we proud of it and don't care. But they want to, you know, some and other women won't. So, you know, look, I don't judge anybody. People do what they want to do. You know what I mean? You know, because there's a look, there's always going to be a price to pay. Like this, this, this industry ain't free. And nobody, if somebody's giving you something for free, expect they're going, there's going to be, they're going to get it back somewhere. Like there's some type of payment doing, in the future, right? Nobody's giving <laughs> something. No, I mean, I tell, I've told my, from female, I've told female friends, but I said, look, look, there's only four ways you pay people in this business it's money, it's barter, it's relationship, and it's sex. Only four ways. It's only four ways. <laughs> so, you know, you got to pick the way that works best for you. You know, I don't condone it. I have integrity. I'm never going to make somebody feel uncomfortable. It's not how right, exactly. But exactly. I'm not going to say it doesn't happen. I'm not going to say that people, you know, people don't, you know, if you want somebody to open up the door for you, they're going to want something. If you can't bring them equal value, they're going to want something in return. Absolutely. It's what it is, okay? That's true. It's just what it is. So, but you but you have a passion to make sure that you know young girls can can come into this industry in the media space and even just entertainment in general and and, and still be themselves. So but talk to me about that. Like about you wanted to make a difference. Um, I just think it's I think it's so important, Um, like for me, actually being a DJ and then, you know, my prominent genre is gospel. You don't see that a lot. Like you don't see a lot of female DJs in this arena. Not saying that they're not there, Mm -hmm. but it's been a million, million times people call me like, you know, anybody, another DJ also that could be on this ticket or something like that. I'll be like, 
you know, I wish I did, but I don't. So, um, and I, cause I love collaborating. Like I love other yeah. people, DJs, artists, rappers. Like I love it. Like I embrace it, but it's just not a lot of us. There are a few, don't get me wrong. I'm starting to meet more and I'm excited about it. Cause yeah. I love it that we're out here, yeah. but it's just not a lot. And I love that there's something that's different. That's an alternative to what they see on TV or kind of what you, as old as a church would say, what you see in the world, but is there's an alternative <laughs> and there's an alternative to that. So what you see, because the TV is going to push the agenda. They're going to push a certain figure. They're going to push, you know, what you should, we hot girl summering and we whopping uh, and we all this, but there's, <laughs> a whole, there's a whole other side of young women who don't think like that, but they need somebody to look up to. So yeah. not saying that I'm the person to look up to, but I just definitely want to be that type of figure that says, Hey, you could be fully clothed DJ, have a good time. Enjoy life. I'm a Christian. Christians have fun too. Like there's a whole nother side. Like, you know, you can have a good time, enjoy life. God's going to bless you and still live a righteous life. So that's what I'm just trying to show people. Like, Hey, there is a whole nother side to what the understood. And I, and I will say, and I will, and I will say this, you know, you know, Mary, take a like Mary Mary. You know, I remember okay. when they were doing when they were doing the reality show. They were talking about how, if you notice, they they stay fully covered, but don't get it twisted. They 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 like to let you know we are we are we are beautiful women, and they like and they're real, they're real. Right, that's why I respect them. I you know, love it. Yeah, I've always respected. Uh, I've always respected them because they've always kept it one hundred. Mm-hmm. Right? I love it. They know their brand. They're not going to be out there showing skin like that, but they're going to wear some form-fitting clothes. And they should. And they like, you still want it. Because I don't, look, I, look, I'll tell you a quick story. So I was working with, I was working with my, 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 my great friend, Deli Rowe, and she's out of the D.C. area, Richmond, DMV area. And when she first started working with me, and she was coming out of the church, kind of transitioning out of gospel. She didn't want to do gospel primarily. She wanted to do indie soul. Now she's now she's mostly focused on production. She's not even really doing the artistry anymore. She's just really doing production now and, and songwriting and that whole deal. When she first came out, I could tell she was kind of in that balance, of trying to figure out how do I, how do I, do the R and B soul thing, and, and and not have to deal with the the sometimes the drama that can come with that, right. trying to get out. Because the church has a way of indoctrinating you to making you feel a certain type of way. You know? Oh, absolutely. And so, and I would tell her, I said, I said what are you, I said, and I, sometimes you were on the stage, like, Daddy, what are you wearing? And then you could tell she was kind of like, okay, you gotta do, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> gotta do better than that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was, just one of, it was just one of those things where you could tell she just try to find her way. And she eventually found her way. Realized, I said, "Look, the other day, look, I told her when you go, when you go, when you go on a date with a man, you want that man to find you attractive. Doesn't mean mm-hmm. you got to sleep with the man on the very, you know. But you got to make you, you want him to know to you want him to remember you. Let's put it like that. So you know what I mean. So came out here in these frumpy clothes. I'm just joking. Hey, no, real talk. No, 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 no. real talk. Hey, so hey. I think that." Go back to Mary, they, they they let it be known, deep on the Mary, but they let it be known. They want to feel sexy 
And that is for, okay. And voluptuous, okay. but still be covered. And I respect still be, that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think it's anything wrong with that. I don't think it's wrong to wear something that's foreign. For, I'm not saying show all your cleavage, but I'm saying there's nothing wrong with wearing some stuff that makes you feel good about yourself. I don't see anything wrong with that. You know, at and I also all. understand why some people, because again, like I said, depending, not every church is like this, but a lot of churches, man, they'll make you feel like you don't, you know, oh my God, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> I thank God. I've and I just thank God I've never gone to a church like that. My churches have all been cool, but that's yeah, no, that's, but that's I'm, a speci- I'm a I'm a specific like I'm a I'm gonna go to church on uh Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday before I join. I need to see what y'all do on a weekday before facts. I join. <laughs> and I think some people skip that part. They say, "Oh, that's good on Sunday morning." Yeah. Now you got to see what they doing at Bible study, what they doing at choir practice. You got to see really what they doing in uh-huh. the community. Like before you join a church, you got to uh, see really all talk. that. You gotta do your vetting. People have a. Let me tell you something. There is. We'll go down this rabbit hole before we end the podcast. It's my podcast. We can talk how you know. Keep it one thousand. But there, there, there's, there's a lot of. Let me tell you something. The the Christian church is struggling right now. Oh, absolutely. Because more than they've ever had. There's a lot of you know, and it's unfortunately, it's filled with a lot of single women. Okay, who think that they can do it all by themselves because they don't bought into the lies. It could you know, about oh, we could do it. No, you can't do it all by yourself. And so, what's happening is that you don't, you're seeing less and less men in the That's Christian true. church. You know what they're doing? They're going over to the mosque, they're going over here to Islam. Who, and this is what a lot of men are doing this. They're going, they're leaving the because there's no, they don't feel like there's a place for them to have a place anymore in the Christian church. And that's what's happening. Like, a lot of these pastors got to be real now because a lot of the good quality men that these women are looking for, <laughs> they are no longer, they ain't in the church. They are not, and they ain't in the Christian church. You may have to go over to the mosque over here. Good I ain't quality going to black, the mosque. <laughs> you got to go over to the mosque, here, though, you know, because they're over here in the Quran. That's what they in. You know, well, I'll say this too. When I say when I come to that in church, I'm always I'm a big person where I'm relationship over religion. So if I if I was if I were dependent on people, let me tell you, I probably would not be a believer anymore. But especially in this industry, but because I have a relationship with God, I have a relationship with Jesus Christ himself. That is what keeps me. And I think some people they are looking at these pastors and they are you know church hurt. And I get it. Church hurt is real. I'm not saying it's not. But they let this get that get to them versus having a. You can't only talk to God on Sundays. You like you like you got to go to the church during the week you got to talk to god during the week as well and that little excerpt that the pastor gives you or 30 minutes of <laughs> sermon that can't keep you either you've got to go read for yourself and know god for yourself and i think there's a lot of times we miss that right. and i think it's definitely relate like even men and women i think once you have that relationship and like I, I tell people i say i wouldn't serve a god i couldn't feel every now and then like something that i feel so i think if one if you had that if we had more of that we probably would have more men and women and younger generations in church yeah. but a lot of times if you push if you push 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 a lot of these parents push 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 religion then yeah. the younger kids are not in church but they're, they're not, not, they're not dealing with i'm telling you the younger, not, yeah oh i already know oh it's younger crazy generation like the younger generation they have it they say, look this is, and they're literally saying this is what christianity is about they want nothing 
Yeah, that you got because they don't know that you got to know for yourself versus right. yeah, what's being pushed or and sometimes there's an agenda. Don't get me yeah, wrong, like so you, that's why you got to watch what church you go to. I be seeing some stuff online. I'm like, what happened? Like, sir, you are a minister. You are not God. So you <laughs> right. have to. So, but you, <laughs> you got to as the old folks say, you got to know them for yourself. That's what I feel. Yeah, <laughs> you got to know them for yourself. That is so real. Yes. That is so real. Oh my gosh. So yeah, man. So before we get out of here. You know, where can, where, can, where can the people find you? Where can, how can they connect to you? Um, you can follow me on all social media platforms. DJ Miss Eclectic. That's DJ M-S-E-C-L-E-C-T-I-C. All platforms. My website is DJ Miss Eclectic. Um, some people call me electric, but it's just eclectic. <laughs> and um, <laughs> go put that out there. Um, but yeah, that's that's really it. Yeah. Uh, appreciate you. I follow back. Hey, hit me up. Um, yeah, it's all good. We open it up outside. So you need a DJ? I'll add me. You need a radio? You need a host? I'll add me. Definitely. That's what it's all about. And man, this has been a great conversation. I'm so glad we got a Absolutely. chance to, to get to get this done. Once again, Me shout too. out to Miss Cece from wherever you live for put for connecting us together. She's amazing. Gonna get her on a podcast herself as she well. She's amazing. She's yes. an amazing person. So shout out to her. And shout out to you, Mr. Tucker, for being my guest today on the Encourage Inspire podcast. Until next time, this is your host, Jerome Peart. I'm out of here. Peace. Boom.